0: Welcome into the I eighty Club National Fun Week National Fun Week National Fun League Week Seven. It wasn't a fun week for your boy Shave because the Eagles won, and Riss is in the audience. How are you doing on this fine Sunday evening?
1: Uh, I'm doing pretty well. I'm doing pretty well. It was a uh, interesting NFL weekend. It really even just starting with the Thursday night football game that was actually kind of good and kind of fun, uh, but then just weird results throughout. Uh, people are going to have to talk me off the ledge. I took the Raiders in the survivor pool today. Ooh, just going hard against D two rookie backup quarterbacks that have never really played in the league. And I feel like the Raiders let me down a little bit there. I did not watch
0: one second of the Thursday night game. I watched very little of the noon games because I was calling soccer. I saw, uh, I saw killers of the flower moon on Thursday. So I didn't even like know what happened. I asked, I'd asked John the next day at the station, like, Hey, Tell me if anything interesting happened. And and uh, the, the only thing that it seems like of note that happened in that game was Al Michaels had a horrific touchdown call for the final touchdown of the game.
1: Uh, that, that could have been, I don't know. I didn't really pay attention to Al that much. Yeah. But uh, real quickly, you yeah. don't have to spoil anything. I think we both read the book. You obviously saw the movie. Is that worth seeing?
0: Um, It was like, I think it's a good achievement. And I think that... Uh, like the production is very good, the story is horrific, obviously, as you know, and like I wouldn't describe the movie as entertaining,, you know, ah. you know, which I think probably makes sense again, given given the yes uh, subject yeah. matter, so yeah. yeah. Yeah, uh, risk writes Yada, yada, yada. Talk about A.J. Brown. All right. It is uh, National Fun League week seven. Uh, so here's no, what we-, we
1: don't have to talk about A.J. No. Brown.
0: No, we talk about our teams. We talk about the Cowboys yeah. and we talk about the Vikings. and we have plenty to talk about. So uh, this is the second one of these that we have done. Josh Peterson, Mike Schaefer of Husker 24-7 Sports with you. Uh, after this, we'll be back to our usual schedule week 9, 12, 15, 18. And then every week in the playoffs, uh, we have a few things that we talk about, including our two dumb teams, why we hate our team more and then the uh, the week that was uh, in the NFL. And I imagine we'll have a few takes on the uh, the Eagles' win over the Dolphins tonight. Uh, Shafe, since we last spoke, it seems like our teams have done some dumb things out there on the field. Would you like to uh, kick this off? Your team is playing tomorrow. My team's not playing this week, so it's a weird Sunday for us to hop on because we really have nothing recent to
1: talk about. It's all stuff in the rear view. Yeah, well, I mean, the, the Vikings are just... I I feel like they got a redemptive narrative, you know, with that big win against the Bears and and mm. defeating uh I can't even think of his name. Tyson Badgley or something? Yeah. Sleeve tattoo man. I, yeah, he uh you know, he was formidable and that's why Minnesota clearly didn't look good a week ago against Chicago. That's clearly what it was. Now, everything with this team is entirely dependent on how quickly Justin Jefferson can get back and if they can survive, like, three more weeks. And yeah. I I don't see any way they can, but, you know, doesn't mean I'm not going to be right there to watch it die tomorrow night.
0: Because what do they have? So they have the 49ers tomorrow, and then what else do they have after that?
1: Then it's the Packers and the Falcons, and those are winnable games, but uh, they're also, like, the ones where Minnesota just refuses to win. So yeah. kind of hard to... Hard to know. We'll see. Yeah. So you feel like good if,
0: if they were able to go two and one, that that'd be a really nice stretch if they were able to go two and one.
1: Yeah, I, that would be, that'd be good. But then I'm like, going to be stupidly talking myself into, uh, into things? We don't, we don't need that. I, I either need it to like, they just rip off three straight wins inexplicably or <laughs> they're just dead. I, I'm living in limbo. I don't know. I, I'm not sure. It's not good for my health.
0: They they have not been a team, a franchise, and I guess you could correct me if I'm wrong here, but in 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 most recent years they have not been a team that has just been trash. They are usually like at or around 500 or they're a playoff team. And they yeah. have not really had one. They have not bottomed out in a while, right? No, I
1: mean I I think they've been uh near 500 most of the last 7-8 years. I mean, I you have to go back to um Right after 2012, I think 2013, 2014, they were pretty bad uh, a little bit. And then that led to sort of Teddy Bridgewater and all of that coming together. So, um, but they haven't been like bottom three team in the league in a long time. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, it'd be odd and if I, they, I, if I, they I, ended up going
0: like, oh, and three, like it would just, it would yeah. mark something that they just haven't done lately. It, the,
1: the thing that's difficult is it's like, you look around the NFL and, I feel like they're not one of the three worst teams, but it's also there's just a bunch of like very mediocre teams and they can all just kind of beat each other. And then if you're on the lower end of that mediocre scale, I don't know. It's just uh, it's hard to know what you're going to get week in and week out.
0: Yeah, when we get to some of the other stuff around the league, I, I have kind of a theory off of that that I would like to proffer uh, to you. Meanwhile, with the Cowboys, yeah, uh, s- since get we, some positivity in here. It's just yeah, uh, I, well, funeral home. I thought we were uh, well. We're going to talk about the Cowboys, so there won't yeah. will not be any positivity. Lots I, I of positivity. Like,
1: feel, so what? It was a great when, win on Monday.
0: When, when that it was indeed a win. When we last spoke, it was the day of the Cardinals' loss, right? So it was just yeah. I was I was in a horrific mood. Uh, since then, they rebounded to beat. The uh, one of the worst teams in the NFL, the Patriots, who then won inexplicably today against the Bills, so that was surprising. Uh, and then obviously we know what happened against the Forty Nine ers, and then they pick up the win against the Chargers. You know, I was thinking about it this morning, Shafe, uh, when I was looking ahead to the pod tonight and just trying to come up with a fun new way to talk about the Dallas Cowboys. And I don't know why, but I started flashing in my mind, like old Cowboys losses that they have had in recent years and how they always look the exact same. You know, right now we're watching Nebraska football and these games are, are very reminiscent of each other on a week in week out basis. Just like, will they be able to, to close it out? Will they be able to get a takeaway? Will they be able to score a touchdown and, and win? And I feel like that's what the Cowboys have become very, very quickly this year, where Every drive is like pulling teeth. The defense has lost all of the bite of the first two weeks of the season. And I, obviously part of that was that they got to go against Zach Wilson and Daniel Jones. But they don't even look as fast as they were in those early weeks. Like, it was obvious that the Monday win was, I mean, like, it they put so much into that. And a lot of, like, the Cowboys people that I follow and read and listen to, they were like, yeah, it... it it, it, it meant more than just, you know, a normal Monday night win. And this season probably would have gone off the rails if they were going to lose it. So, like, that's not the conversations that you really want to hear in week six in, uh, in early October, on October the 16th. But I feel like that that kind of fits the current state of the franchise. And I guess I'm just hoping that they can come out of the bye week figuring something out and being better because this offense ain't it. They, like, I, I wasn't, like, a huge Kellen Moore fan. But the offense has definitely taken a step back this year. Uh, I think the run game has taken a huge step back this year. And again, I'm not also a, a Zeke Elliott apologist. It's like they made moves that I was co- totally good with in the moment. Um, and I'm still fine with them, I guess, in theory. But they just have taken such a big step back on offense and the defense. It seems like they've lost a little bit, uh, you know, especially coming off that 49ers game. So it'll be interesting to see how they come out against the Rams on Sunday.
1: Is there any way that it just sort of can naturally get better throughout the course of the season like that they end up peaking a little bit later? I hope so. That'd be nice. You know, I mean, they got the Rams on Sunday and then they had the Eagles. um, What I mean, though, is there like a circumstance change for them? Is there something they can trade for? Is there a move that can mm -hmm. be made? Are there players coming back injury wise? No, not so much. I mean the you know the, the so they're line, just kind of what they are.
0: Yeah, I mean they they've lost some players. You know they lost a, a rookie linebacker in the preseason, Demarian Overshone, uh, from Texas, and and he got hurt. and He's out for the year, so he's he's obviously not coming back. The line, man, I think the line is just too old. It's just it's it's an old offensive line, and it's not as good. Uh, I I think again, like I like a lot of the pieces. You know, one of the things that needs to happen, I think, is more of an involvement with Brandon Cooks. Um, we saw him score his wild to say his first touchdown as a cowboy on Monday versus the Chargers. So like they have that going for him, um, you know, and then I don't know the 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 defense is what the defense is. The line uh, is still great. You know, they they only had one sack. Thankfully it came on the most important drive of the game. The digs loss, I think was pretty big and, and the linebacking room is, is a little thin right now, especially without Vander Esch as well. So I don't know. I'm interested to see you mentioned like a trade. I'm interested to see if they decide to do something if they decide to go after somebody uh, from one of the teams that ends up being a seller. But that's right now. There's not like any smoke about something happening. It's just more of like people are wondering like, Hey, you think they'll go after anybody,
1: but it doesn't seem like anything on paper. I think it would be a good year to try to be a buyer. If you feel like your team is somewhat close, just because I don't, there's nobody that's great. You have a, you have, you know, a handful of probably upper achieving good teams or close to really good teams. And then from there, everyone else is like, if there's, let's say four teams that are kind of a little above everyone else, then the rest of the, the league kind of falls between spots five and 28, you know, like there's really, it's pretty murky in there. Like it just, the feels middle like class is large. Yeah. Let and me, so, let me ask you, Oh, sorry. Keep going. It, well, yeah, just with the idea though, like it just feels like you can, you can really kind of hang around and the playoffs could be pretty random this year. I guess it's what I'm trying to say.
0: Yeah. Let me, let me ask you this as we get into kind of the, just looking around the league, how many teams are you confident in right now that are like, I don't know if we want to put the qualifier as like good or potentially great. Like how many teams do you trust on a week in and week out basis? Because I think that that is as, as I approach like every week of watching the NFL, I think that I have gone into so many weeks and ended up being wrong about a team in in that week, and like it's been kind of like a a pet project of mine, Shafe, to like look at every week of the season since week one and the team that was kind of the flavor of the week and what's happened to them. Like the Lions were the flavor of the week after week one, they lost in week two um after week two it was the cowboys they lost to the cardinals after week three it was the dolphins they lost to the bills you know like every week and and like you can do that now seriously like it was the cowboys and they and they or the it wasn't the cowboys when they lost to the niners it was somebody else but then the niners were the flavor of the week and they lose to the browns and i guess i don't know who the flavor of the week was this week it was probably the lions again because i know in a lot of the conversations that i heard or read it was like hey should we be putting the lions in with the 49ers and the Eagles in the NFC? And then they don't just lose. They get smoked. So again, it's, it's been something I'm wondering about is like, how many teams do I trust? Because every week that I want to trust a team, they end up losing to someone kind of inexplicably.
1: It's, it's amazing. You, you mentioned the lions because I, I couldn't believe that they put, you know, tickets for sale for that big Super Bowl parade that they were going to have, uh, in, in mid February, according to, To everyone that watches football is like unbelievable. Except for you. you were the
0: one person that was hanging out off the bandwagon.
1: Well, here's the thing. They're like, I think they're good, but they're also kind of getting fat on beating lower end teams too. So it's, it's just tough. Like it, it very much exists in my mind with the NFL. Like you have to prove that you can beat, The Ravens or the Bills or the Chiefs or the Eagles Eagles. or the Cow like you have to get wins against those sort of helmets uh, before I'm like ready to be like oh yeah they're right there with them I think the Dolphins and the Lions are probably more similar um, you know than they are. It's funny
0: because the Lions do have the win
1: over the Chiefs. Yeah, you know all the way back in,
0: but it was in Week One and Kelsey wasn't playing, so like there is you can put a nice qualifier on it.
1: They do have that, and it's it's just tough because of the circumstances of Week One, and then Chris Jones and and uh, everything else. But you know, yeah. Travis Kelsey, I guess, and no Taylor Swift. I mean, we've seen the rejuvenation of the Chiefs a little bit. Um, uh, some really great dance moves I saw today on some highlights. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, uh, fantastic. My rant didn't go far enough, I think the first time we did this, but yeah, that was you know. somehow four weeks ago. And now it I seems know. like it's just getting louder every week. And here I thought the, I thought the, my ability to get my message out to about six to 12 people. You know, I really hey, thought more that than that downloaded the off.
0: pod there. There were dozens of people that downloaded national fun league week, week, the week three edition. There was, hey, there was dozens know. of
1: people. You, you set your sights low. You can be surprised when you find out it's actually 15. Mm. How many, how many teams do you trust? Um. Yeah. I mean, I, I think I trust the chiefs um I think I trust the 49ers and the Eagles I I think I'm still there with both of them yep um I don't know after that it gets kind of difficult for me so wait okay real quick you named the
0: Chiefs you named yep. you named the Eagles you named the 49ers so you named yeah. three teams I
1: feel like there's maybe another team in the afc but I'm not sure like I'm not like the Ravens or the Bills? The, the problem with the Ravens is it doesn't feel like they finish games. Yeah. They just kind of like allow teams to hang around and, you know, they, they didn't finish the Steelers a couple weeks ago. Like that if you a can't put loss. away that Steelers team um, with that offense, I, it's, you know, so I, I feel like they're, they're good, they're dangerous, they're a threat, but mm-hmm. I can't trust them. You know, obviously, it, it, you
0: can't trust the Bills with how right. how inconsistent. And I, and I love they the are. Bills.
1: Like I look for yeah. any small measure to to amplify the Bills. They're your uh, NFL Penn State. Yeah, I know. Well, they're they're probably my uh, they're probably my Detroit Lions when you think about it. <laughs> like they haven't really accomplished that much, but I love them. I they're love fun. everything about them. Yeah, it, it means nothing. Just do failure. you
0: trust? Do you trust Cincinnati?
1: No. Oh no, I don't know what to do with Cincinnati. I I mean. Is this the return to form for Joe Burrow? Are they, they still have a bad offensive line. Their defense just seemed so, so like, and they got a really nice win against Seattle. That's a team that i like. I don't trust them, but I like them. Uh, and it was a, it was a nice win for Cincinnati, but I just don't, I don't know. I wasn't uh, not ready to say I trust them, but they're that AFC North, man. What a, what a division. Yeah. It really just is absolute dogfight for for all four of those teams in that division and the thing is whoever comes out of it you don't know if they're better off or worse just because that's what you have to go through relative to everyone else.
0: Yeah, they'll be I mean they'll be super banged up, you know, whoever the champion is. It's crazy that like for a few weeks now the 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 Browns have been getting their flowers for their defense and rightfully so. Um and uh and Garrett had another incredible game today. You know, I mean, his, his box score was absolutely ridiculous. And yet they give up 30 some odd po- points to the Colts, you know? So it's like, what am I supposed to do with that data point? You know, <laughs> I, it's funny. I'm, I kind of do trust Cincinnati now a part of it. And Jim, o- Jim and O'Neill says, as a chiefs fan, I'll be worried about the Bengals. If they get in, I think part of it for me is that I like, I have given a lot of respect to Joe Burrow and that I know they always start off slow he is usually banged up for some reason in September, and the longer it goes, the better he gets. And so, like at some point, that won't always happen. It can't always continue to happen this way. But man, I really do trust that guy. Uh, the longer the season goes on, and so like I, I thought that they, I thought they righted the ship a little bit before um, their off week. You know, they I thought that that performance in Arizona a couple weeks ago was good. They didn't look very good last week against Seattle, but they got the dub. Like next week against. Um, the 49ers will be a pretty interesting matchup, just given that the 49ers will be coming off of obviously a tough loss to the Minnesota Vikings on Monday night football. That uh, would be and, hell. <laughs> wow. yeah, I, I,
1: we might have rest. to do an emergency podcast. If that
0: happens. <laughs> a late night, Monday night pod. <laughs> yeah. Just be me yelling lots of
1: obscenities. <laughs> no,
0: I do think what you said remember. about the dolphins is, is like, I think that that's a good observation. They might just be the AFC Detroit lions right now. Yeah. Like they're super
1: fun, man. They are super fun. And the, they, they are really banged up. That's that's the they thing. Are. Like, it, I feel they have more injuries than these other teams that we've been talking about, but there's also this like hesitancy. I, I felt it like it's 24, 17 you're driving for a chance to tie that game. And it should have probably been a pass interference, but that pass from two was pretty bad. bad. It also felt like they were just flirting on disaster the whole uh, game, every, every other drive. Like it just, yeah. it didn't feel that sustainable. So the fact they actually lost 31 to 17 felt like more of a true result than a fluke result.
0: Yeah. Dude, they scored zero points on offense in the second half. Yeah. The only touchdown that they got in the second half was on the pick six. Um, And like, I, I, they certainly left points out there on the field, yep. but the, the Eagles, the Eagles really did beat them up. And like, I, I am definitely someone who is his, I always like pushing back against the traditional football narratives, right? You know, like the, you have to be, you have to practice and play this way and, and all these things. But like, dude, Philadelphia, they, they did, they did stuff them in a locker today and they just, they ran the ball. And, and I saw, you know, I saw a tweet from somebody that said it has to be like so demoralizing that when you defend Philadelphia that you have to hold them to eight yards or fewer across the first three plays. Otherwise, they're just going to go for it like that moment yeah. when essentially Sirianni got bullied into going for it on fourth and one from his own 20 or whatever, you know, by the fans booing them and they call a timeout. On the other hand, like I was like, why are they not going to go for it? Um, and then they do. And it like I can't imagine what it is like to be on the field when those types of situations happen, because. I don't think they've gotten stopped on it yet this year. Like last year, they had a couple that went against them, including one against Dallas when Minshew was the starting quarterback. But I don't think that they have gotten stopped yet on it this year. Um, and I mean, you again, you have to hold them to eight yards or fewer across the first three plays. Otherwise, they're just going to go for it. And they should. Like I, I, If I were them, I would never not go for it on fourth and one or third and one with the, with the tush push.
1: Yeah, that game between those two teams also feels a lot like how much is going to get called from officials too because if the eagles they're a physical team they're a grabby yes. team like i mean the vikings have played them multiple times over the last couple of years Your cowboys see them twice a year and i mean it's just it's one of those things cd lamb justin jefferson you see that those guys are that good the way the eagles they just body guides up and either it gets called or it doesn't and so that is one of the things that is kind of a fly in the ointment for them is if you get you know, just like the Super Bowl last year, they got called on something that is weird because they probably shouldn't have been, but it's just can leave you a little bit susceptible. So, um, there, I I think they're at times it feels like you want to name them the best team in the NFL, and yet I just have this hesitancy and I think a little bit of it's hurt. Um, yep. I just don't, he don't looks know. worse this year. I mean, he's he had seven touchdowns and seven interceptions coming into tonight, he had that awful. Well, you know, I got batted around, so there's a little bit of a deflected pick six there. But he had multiple other awful throws that he got away with. Um, I just, I don't know, because then you see Mahomes obviously lit it up today for for Kansas City, and in a series that's always usually pretty tight, like it's unusual to see it, you know, um, the way that it was, and then. Brock Purdy's obviously coming off the worst start of his career, so we'll find out yeah. tomorrow night what that's going to look like. But if, if San Francisco just absolutely rolls, and they lost Trent Williams and Debo Samuel, and you know uh, McCaffrey's limited, and they still just roll, like it's it would be tough to to not take them. Like I I think that they're just so far ahead of the rest of the league. Yeah,
0: yeah, I'm I'm, I'm the same way, man. Like I watch them and. Like, they keep getting wins, which, you know, we don't apologize for wins in the NFL. And so, like, I, you have to give them credit for that. But certainly on style points, something is just a little bit off with them. And yet, they, they have now entered into the toughest stretch of their schedule, I would say, over the last two years. Like, their their schedule last year in the regular season was very beneficial. And they got by the first one, you know. and they And they got by the first one in a way where... Like the, it was it was fairly comfortable, I think, throughout the game. There were only a couple of spots where I thought Miami really kinda had the pressure on. But I mean, you mentioned that odd pick six, the very next drive. They went right down the field. Right. And and they they I mean, that that was a huge touchdown. And I thought that they did a a really good job. I, I think that the the teams you listed in terms of trusting, I probably agree with you. And it's a very short list. What did you name three teams? Yeah, those then, are
1: those are the three. And then it's like there are some teams that I feel better about than others. Yeah, um, and then it just kind of devolves from there.
0: Yeah, it'll be interesting to see the the dolphins lions type class where like I'm giving the benefit of the doubt to like uh Cincinnati and I think that you certainly would be really apt to doing that with Baltimore um and Buffalo. Like those teams I think have earned that to a yeah. degree, not not all the way to the Chiefs, you know, category, but like the the next tier of like I want to give you the benefit of the doubt but you have to prove it against teams that it matters against or in in December or January and like that's where the the Lions and Dolphins squarely fit and I think the Seahawks
1: they, should go up in that one too. Yeah. With the Lions and the the Dolphins, I mean the Seahawks beat the Lions earlier this year. Yeah. I think yeah. they're I think they're like kind of the fourth or fifth best team in the NFC and that's kind of damning with faint praise but it's also I like I just I trust them more than pretty much everyone else. Like they're I think they're on par with the Lions and and better than uh anybody out of the, the South. So then it'd be like they're right there with Dallas. I, I don't know if there's a big difference with Seattle and, and Dallas at the moment. No. I'd say that
0: those what is that? That's a list of three teams, right? So you have the 49ers yeah. and Eagles and then you have the the Cowboys, the Lions, and the Seahawks. Yeah. And I don't and, think I'd put anybody yeah. else. I wouldn't put anybody from the South. You know, I think the Rams are squarely a step back from those those teams as well. Um, the Bucks, like, that's, and that's, like, the next group, right? Like, there will be seven teams that make it from the yep. NFC. I don't think we're really forgetting anybody, though, in that kind of category. No,
1: I, there's not. I, and that's what, you know, that's why, like, the Commanders or the Giants or the, yeah. you know, even the Packers or the Vikings, like, you just make a mini run and all of a sudden you're going to talk yourselves into it because the competition, it feels like the South is just going to beat each other up I don't know that anybody's going to get past eight wins there. So it's like, if you can just sort of sneak up to nine wins, you're probably the six or seven seat, like yeah. but it's just such a mess.
0: Yeah, it really is. Do you have a question about the league or do you want to move on to the hot take category?
1: Uh, I, I do have a question about the league and it's weird because it would have made a lot more sense last week when quarterback play was noticeably terrible, but yes. then this week you had some better performances and some, um, you know, particularly more kind of dominating performances, I guess if you will. But I do you feel like overall quarterback play is down a little bit? Like where where are you at with what you've seen so far through what, seven weeks? Yeah, I
0: mean there's there this was definitely the week of that kind of discourse, right? Where I, I, I saw a few articles about, you know, points points are down. Like everything is down. The red zone efficiency across the league is pretty terrible this year. Um I, I think it's a kind of a confluence of events. You know, one of the things that that i've been making note of mentally is that there has been more aggressiveness and sometimes those that aggressiveness has resulted in a lack of conversion i guess you could say well josh the quarterback's got to make the plays and that's that's definitely true but it seems like rather than settling for field goals they're going for broke and so that's i think why points per game has been down a little bit though that's not really answering your question. I don't know, man. Like there have been a lot of injuries, you know, across the board, not just not like with quarterbacks directly, but with some of the players like the important keys, um, you know, you know whether it's outside or, or on the offensive line. It, it it definitely seems like defenses are better right now, you know. And and it's why I think it's why the Dolphins have emerged as such a fun team and even the Lions and then why games like today for both of those squads are a reminder of just how tough it is, I guess, to do this on a consistent basis. But yeah, I do, I have been watching, you know, and and seeing the the fewer points scored, and just kind of wondering: Are we just in in a season where the defenses have caught up for whatever reason, and it will you know revert back to something at a later date? What what's your been your takeaway?
1: Yeah, it, it feels like teams have done a much better job of uh, eliminating like. Explosive plays, I guess, if you will. Big plays it was a lot down. more drive heavy for the NFL than what we had seen, maybe just as recently as the last couple years. The Dolphins still exist as a counter to that. Uh, but everybody else, it just feels like laborious for teams to get up and down the field, even even the Chiefs a little bit. I know they they had a couple of long plays today that set things up, but uh, you go to that Broncos game uh, a week ago, like they they were kind of struggling to get up and down the field, so it just feels it feels like teams are being forced to uh, you know, almost once what is it, bend, don't break, uh defensively has has entered the NFL a little bit and uh it's created where you end up with I think a lot of field goals or a lot of those sort of awkward what are you gonna do? It's fourth and four from the 43. Oh, you don't get it this time. That changes the score projection for this game. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think it do you think it changes? I don't. I I don't know. I mean, you got to find – there's got to be consistent ways for it to be beat. And I think because everybody sort of gets built in a similar way, most teams are affected by the same challenges. If you're – you know, I I don't know that there's a lot of, like, super unique coverages or things going on. I just don't – you don't have a lot of quarterbacks that can just beat what they're doing, I think, defensively. You have a handful, six, seven guys that can maybe just beat a team by themselves with their – whatever they're doing in coverage and so um I think it it just makes it hard to expect it to happen every week though too yeah I don't know I'm rambling at this point but still um quarterback play is it's always really tied to uh you know can you get to like 15 deep changes the complexion of the league and it just feels like they're perpetually seven to ten and then you're into Dak and Cousins and we know how that goes yeah. Well,
0: okay. So along those lines, as we move into the hot take category, it, and I, I hit on this a little bit with Bishop on my show this week, but I really am starting to wonder if we will get to the end of this season, still into the playoffs, not really have a good handle on things. And we're, we're looking at like a potential, like six seed versus a five seed matchup. And it's just going to be, you know, I don't want to say it's going to be about who gets hot. Every postseason is about that, right? Like just because, the, the two teams that made the Super Bowl were one seeds last year didn't mean that they weren't hot in the playoffs. Their players made plays. Certainly the Eagles just smoked both of the teams in the in the NFC rounds of games. But I, I, I just wonder if because of a lot of these Oddities of the 2023 season if we're going to get into January and we're going to see some just like wild upsets, um, and some wild matchups, and then on the other hand, I'm like, but that sounds stupid, and it'll probably just be Mahomes versus somebody because it, <laughs> it usually is Mahomes versus somebody. Um, and so yeah. I guess in the end, I'm kind of backing down from my hot take, but I do, I do just feel that this, that this season, and really like a, essentially our entire conversation tonight has kind of led to this. It just yeah. doesn't seem like anyone is like that consistently great but I, let me let me say this before you go are we just way overreacting to one bad game in bad weather from the 49ers because if we would have been doing this podcast two weeks ago we would have no doubts about san francisco but because of the one loss to cleveland a very good defense in bad weather you know and finally a bad brock purdy game i feel like we're putting them in the boat with everybody else in the nfl and i don't know if that's fair
1: yeah there's, there's probably definitely probably definitely wow look at that uh <laughs> It's Tremendous late on a Sunday. speech right there, everyone. Um, you know, there's there's definitely something to that. And what is interesting, now that you've, you've phrased it about just being a bad weather game, it makes me go back to the start of last year. They lost to the Bears. Horrible weather. They lost to weather. Fields and the Bears. First week of the season. It was like, a, you know, the throw the scent off, but they did it in week one. And it just always kind of lingered. And you're like, how oh, did that team lose to the Bears? Yep, but uh maybe that's maybe that's what it is they if there's any kind of weather at all the 49ers just can't handle maybe that's so they the, gotta get home the and it can't
0: rain out there
1: the maybe 49ers just, are bad in I the just rain. built my own hot take out of the uh out of the the ashes of what you put out there when you snuffed your own hot take out so um I I think that uh I think the 49ers are yeah, I, right there. I, there's something with Chubba, too. Like, I don't know. i turned into the old Brock? man. I'm, I'm just not ready to, uh, I, oh, my God, I call him <laughs> Chubba. Speaking this of old man. Yeah. I you, give me, you, you make me wait until after 10 o'clock on a Sunday night. This is your idea. I said, do you
0: want to go before the Sunday night game? And you said, no, I want to go late when I'm
1: tired. Here's what happened. I turned 36 a few weeks ago, and now I just can't hang. It's bad. Yeah. No. All right. Brock Purdy. Terrible mistake. <laughs> um, Brock Purdy, I mean, it's. I'm just like in this weird phase where it's like I need him to prove it. Yep. I need to see him do it. I need there not to be an excuse like, oh, he got hurt or this or that. Like, And so I I don't know. I think I just I'm not ready to like 100% trust that aspect of it. But mm-hmm. at the same time, this is kind of just what Kyle Shanahan does. And then all the other pieces and that defense, that defense just feels like a difference maker compared to the rest of the league. Yeah, for sure.
0: So is that your hot take that the Niners can't play in the rain? <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, yeah, we'll go with that for this week. I'll come back with something better for, for two weeks from now.
0: Um, why we hate our team more as we finish up for uh, the week seven edition? Shafe, your team is playing tomorrow. That said, you were you were incredible last week or two weeks ago, and I had to follow you four weeks ago. Now I'm saying stuff. Uh, so I had to follow you. So I'll just begin. Uh, and, and I hit on this a little bit earlier. But I I know inevitably that they are going to play well against teams that are not very good. I I would assume Dallas will win. And I think that they actually might win semi comfortably against the Rams. I think the Rams have a lot of issues. And I will, you know, inevitably not want to talk myself into something happening versus the Eagles, and yet they'll look like shit early and Dak will do Dak things and you know, Riss will be very happy and and then I'll have to record a podcast with you that night. And so that'll be pretty miserable. Um, but I just, I feel like I've seen the same, mo- the same movie and I have really just, it's not that I've been in a bad place since the loss to Arizona or, or even the loss to the 49ers. It's just more, I, I, I don't think that this season is going to be very fun, but I think that they're still going to make the playoffs. And so by that point in time, like I won't want to be invested and yet I will be invested because it will be January football. And I really do try to cherish whenever they play in January because it, it hasn't always been kind of a given in my life. So the reason that I hate my team more than you hate your team this week is because at least my team will have the the veil of like hope that still exists for them uh, as, as January gets closer. They're going to beat up on some bad teams and then they're going to have a couple of stinkers in there against some really good teams. They'll probably split against the Eagles because they always split against the Eagles, and so that will give me like ooh, a little bit of good vibes going into January. And then it won't matter, and maybe they'll lose to the Seahawks, and the Seahawks will go to the NFC Championship game or something stupid
1: like that. Yeah, that's that's fair. I could definitely just hand you the win, uh, but I, I'll at least make you earn it. I'll say a few things here. Okay. I I think it's possible. I hate my team more because last week they had the opportunity to play a organization that is just world-class at being bad in the Chicago bears. And you just, you have a chance. It's been a bad year. You don't have your best player in Justin Jefferson, but it shouldn't really matter. The Chicago bears are just not good. They don't have a good rush defense. They are just sort of mediocre as it is every other, which way. And then Justin Fields runs a high school offense. So you think, all right, just, just, give me like a, an opportunity to just go kick someone's ass. Like I look, look just see that once. You should be so much better than this team. Let's just see an ass kicking and instead it's just like 3 quarters of horrible football on Soldier Field as I've seen so many times and you never feel like the Vikings team is good if, unless they can beat up the Bears at Soldier Field. So this is not a good good Minnesota team and I don't have Justin Jefferson So those are the two things as to why I feel like I hate my team more. He's out there. He exists. I just can't watch him right now. And that makes things worse, too. Yeah. All right. Well, good luck tomorrow, Shafe. Well, yeah. And then you get a marquee Monday night football game against the team whose defense I just talked up there. that can just shred somebody by themselves. So we'll see what happens. I'm expecting the 49ers win. Yep. Um is it I, I forget, is it in Minneapolis? Yeah, it's in Minneapolis. Okay, I thought so. So well, that's not good because you, you, you need the you need the bad weather. Yeah. I well, they, yeah, they're gonna have to like somehow pry open the uh the windows up there to kill all the birds, and let yeah, the birds exactly. get in. Yep. You know, and see if that can do something there. Um, but yeah, I I feel like this is gonna look like one of those lower scoring um you know, like blowout wins, like a, how like a 24 to six never even feels like it was 24 to six. I, it could be like that just because the 49ers are potentially devoid of so much offense and Trent Williams isn't healthy. Uh, Daniel Hunter has the most sacks in the NFL or he did coming into this week. So the Vikings have the ability to kind of make things difficult from a pass rushing perspective. Um, but beyond that, I, they just have nothing else that really goes for them tomorrow so it's gonna be a lot of sad kirk i think mm. well good luck to you Shafe. i'll Thanks. be uh I'll I, be I feel really good after talking myself through this
0: yeah this this was somehow more depressing than the first episode that we did yeah. four weeks ago and that was i don't remember what happened to the vikings that day but the cowboys lost to the cardinals so it's nice that we're in an even
1: better mental spot yeah uh, it So we called it National Fun League, but we've ended up as a couple of sad boys. Yeah. like So it it could have been sad boys podcast. Yeah.
0: And in two weeks, it'll be
1: the Eagles day. So that'll be fun.
0: Whose idea was this? Yours. You were the one. Yeah, you pushed this. Uh, Shafe, what do you got to plug?
1: Uh, All right. Everybody get to Husker247.com. Plenty of stuff going on. Nebraska has more wins than losses. Let's go. uh, It is, you know, week, what? nine coming up in the uh the college football jesus, world jesus yes and uh nebraska gets purdue i have no idea how i'm gonna feel about this game in like 48 hours right now uh, maybe nebraska i don't know I have, I have no idea i don't feel any confidence one way or the other this feels like the ultimate of coin flips yeah seriously So if you want to read that kind of wishy-washy, mealy-mouthed... That's some content. ...content, get to husker247.com.
0: Yeah, plus subscribe to the podcast. He did a a Sunday side sessions today uh, about the game yesterday. You can check all of that out there. Uh, We'll be back in two weeks for National (laughs) Fun League Week 9, and then after that, we'll be back on our normal schedule where we go every three weeks. Thanks for uh, being patient with us through essentially my marathon. Uh, So uh, thanks to everybody for doing that. We'll look forward to uh, the next podcast. What was that? You ran well. We appreciated oh, it. You thanks. you made us wait, but yep. it was worth it. So yep. And now you. I'm drinking beer again. It's been very yeah. Nice. See, that's all I cared about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your it's time, the- nights, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And now we can do a hangout. We can watch some yeah. games together on some Sunday, and I won't just sit there chugging water on your. It couch. was
1: weird when I was like, "Do you want to? Do you want to get together?" And you're like, "Yeah, come over. I'll make you a kale smoothie." It'll be good, man. It'll be healthy. I show you the new stretching book I got.
0: <laughs> okay. Now now you're going too far. You had me a kale smoothie, but stretching book, that's a little too much. Uh, Shafe, as always, man, we appreciate your time. Uh, I I, I'll, I talk to you like literally every day, so I'll talk to you soon. Okay.
1: Yeah. Talk to me All tomorrow. Right. That's good. See
0: you later, everybody. Uh, we'll be back on Wednesday night for the next podcast, and then we'll have another one on Saturday. We will see you later.